is the Sports Psychology Hour with Dr. Andrew Jacobs. I cannot express the gratitude what my son came and visited you. Dr. Jacobs is in his 41st year as a sports psychologist. I have seen a change in youth sports in the last 10, 15 years. I've talked about it a lot on this show. The Sports Psychology Hour. The best advice on the radio each and every week. Failure and losing and screwing up is something that happens in life. It happens in sports. And I think we have to teach kids how to do that more effectively. This is where sports talk gets real. That word playing, it's gone from our society in a lot of ways with kids. I wanted to tell you what a great service you provide to this community. I listen to your show every week. Thank you for what you do for our community and for all the parents, coaches, and athletes. And now, here's your host, rated one of the best therapists in Kansas City, Missouri, by OnlineTherapy.com, Dr. Andrew Jacobs. Good morning, everybody. I'm sports psychologist Dr. Andrew Jacobs. Welcome to our show here from our flagship station, Sports Radio 810 WHB here in Kansas City. I'm here every Sunday morning from 7 to 8 a.m. talking about the mountain side of sports. And we delve into all kinds of topics on this show like confidence, focus, preparation, mindsets, attitudes. You know, I have lots of sayings that I've shared on this show throughout my 32 years on radio, the last 22 years here at Sports Radio 810 WHB. One is sports is the greatest theater in the world. Everyone knows their part, but no one knows what will happen. And uh, that came from my great uncle, Hurst Jacobs, the winningest trainer in horse racing history when he died in 1970. Told me that quote back 1967 during the summer when I spent a couple weeks back in New York and a week with him and my aunt, Ethel, and taking me to the racetrack every morning told me that sports is the greatest theater in the world everyone knows their part but no one knows what will happen march is the greatest time in sports when that quote fits this is this is maybe one of the best times in sports it's the ncaa tournament all the basketball tournaments are going on spring training is wrapping up baseball is going to start here in a few weeks The NHL and the NBA are in full swing, getting close to their playoff. High school spring sports are all jumping in. The winter sports are finishing their championships. So many things going on. And if the weather ever cooperates, we can start playing sports outside again. It's, uh, what is it, 14 degrees right now here in Kansas City on March 19th. Normally, St. Patrick's Day is about the time when the weather changes. Now, tomorrow it's supposed to be 60, but right now it's 14. So if you're just getting up, about to go out outside, let your uh, dog outside, or maybe go out and get the paper, be ready for that cold blast because it's cold. This month is, it's it, like I said, it's a fun month because there's so many things going on. Sports is, is interesting because it brings out the best and worst in us as, as participants, as coaches, as fans. We see how... Fans get all pumped up and excited about things. We see how players get pumped up yet disappointed when they lose. And these basketball tournaments show you so many things that are interesting. Teams that aren't supposed to win, win. And we've seen this year year as much as any in the past. And of course, if you're a Kansas fan, which, which I am, 
not embarrassed to say that since I was their first sports psychologist and my oldest son went there. It's a bummer today that they lost to Arkansas yesterday in the round of 32 in the NCAA tournament. It was a it was a close game. It was a great game from some perspectives. Obviously, if you're a KU fan, it's not. Missouri lost yesterday. K-State plays today. The three local teams that, that were in the tournament. A lot of expectations for KU to possibly repeat. But you have to wonder, with Bill Self being out because of, of cardiac issues, health issues, what role that may, might have played. But upsets are across the board in this tournament. We're seeing them everywhere. Purdue lost number one seed. KU lost number one seed. Arizona number two seed. Now the KU-Arkansas game was predicted to be close. The Purdue loss was not predicted to be close. The Arizona loss was not predicted to be close. Upsets happen in sports all the time. It's part of what sports is about. So I want to talk about that today. Why do upsets happen? Why do teams who are supposed to be better not win? Now, the KU-Arkansas game was, was KU was ahead most of the game, and then Arkansas came back, and it was close towards the end. And there are predictions by a lot of people that Arkansas might be because of their length of their players, lots of tall players, lots of good players. Any team that's in this tournament... Any team that has made this tournament is good. Any team that's playing is good. So anything can happen. There are so many different factors that come into play. Officiating becomes an issue. How far a team has to travel, get adjusted to time change is an issue. So many factors play a role. But why would a number one seed lose to a 16 seed? Why would a two lose to a 15 seed? Well, because any team can win, as I said. But there are also a lot of reasons why upsets happen when they shouldn't. And I want to get into that today. So my philosophy is this. One t- one reason why upsets happen, and, and I'd love to get your thoughts too. Our phone number is 913-3810-810 as always. One reason why upsets happen is the better, higher seed team the more talented team, the team that's, quote, supposed to win, takes it for granted that they're going to win. Oh, that team's not as good. We're better than them. We just need to go just go out and just play. That happens with a lot of to- a lot of teams, lots of individuals. doesn't matter what the sport. I've seen it in tennis. I've seen it across the board. The other team, oh, you know, they're not that good. We just need to go out and show up. Well, what happens then is the team that's not supposed to win all of a sudden plays well because the team that's supposed to win takes it for granted that they're just going to blow them out. All of a sudden they get behind, then they start to choke, then they start to tense up, then they start to freak out. That's one reason that upsets happen. The team that's quote-unquote supposed to win, that's quote-unquote supposed to be better, just takes it for granted that they're going to win. I don't know if that's what happened in any of these upsets. I don't think that's what happened with KU yesterday for sure. Arkansas just played well. That's one reason. Another reason is that the team isn't supposed to win, goes in with a relaxed, confident attitude. Hey, you know what? We made it here. We're good. 
We deserve to be here, too. Their confidence level is high. They focus on their strengths. They take advantage of that. That's another reason. But I think so much of it comes down to to mindsets and attitude and, and the confidence issue. So I'd like to open up our phone lines, like I said. If you've been on a team that has been upset before, that lost a contest, a competition that you were supposed to win, you thought you were going to win, you felt you should win, I'd like to hear, and you lost, and you didn't succeed. Why? I'd like to hear from you. Our phone number is 913-3810-810. If you've been on a team that upset someone, and maybe you're an individual, maybe you play tennis, maybe you play golf, an individual sport, doesn't matter what it is, and you end up coming back. Why is that? Why were you able to do that? If you're, if the, if the, you are on the team, or maybe you're a coach of the team that lost, why did that team lose? I'm going to go back to 1985. Shows my age. I know I'm 68. Been living here most of my life, other than the first four years when I was in New York and nine years when I was away at school. 1985, Kansas City Royals, World Series champions, playoffs. Those of you who are old enough to remember, we're playing in Toronto, playing the Blue Jays. The Royals are ahead three, or excuse me, the Royals are behind three games to one. What happens? Boom, boom, boom. The Royals beat Toronto 4-3. Toronto was supposed to win. I mean, they're going to lose three games? No, that's not going to happen. Well, they did. Then the World Series comes around. Same thing. Royals down three games to one to the Cardinals. What happens? Boom, boom, boom. They come back, beat them 4-3. Games, I was at the games here. Game seven was a blowout, 11 to nothing. Royals blew them out. One of the most fun days I've ever had here in Kansas City as, as a sports fan. I think the Cardinals, the Blue Jays both probably took it for granted. We're way ahead. You know, yeah, we might lose today, the first game when they're up 3-1, or, you know, no big deal. We got three chances it should work out. But having been the Royal Psychologist a few years later, getting to know several of those players, talk to them about that. What they share with me is, look, you strap it up, you go out there, put your cleats on, put your uniform on, you go play. We had everything to play for, nothing to lose. We're behind. If we lose, we lose. But let's go for it. Twice, down three to one, they came back. I think a lot of that was attitude. A lot of that was, was confidence. A lot of that was focus. And a lot of that was looking in front of you. You know, I have a philosophy. I like to look out the front windshield, not the rearview mirror. So often in sports, we get caught up in what's behind us. We get caught up in what isn't happening. And we stress out and freak out. And upsets happen quite fre- quite frequently because I think people take it for granted because they've been successful. They're just going to keep being successful. That's that's the great thing about sports. You don't know what's going to happen next. I've been around in my 42 years of work. I've worked with the Olympic cycling team. I work with a number of Olympians who've won medals in swimming, track and field, taekwondo. I've had them on this show. I worked the Kansas City Blazers swim team for almost 30 years. We had eight Olympians, five gold medalists on that team. 
I spent time with a lot of them. And one of the things they always talked about after their success was the mentality they took into that competition, the mindset that they had, the focus on themselves, the focus on what they needed to do. Years ago, when my show was on, uh, it was called the Mental Power Hour. I was started on KMBZ years ago. I had Catherine Fox and Pete Malone on my show. Catherine was a swimmer here in Kansas City who qualified for the Olympics in 1996 in Atlanta. And Pete, the coach of Kansas City Blazers, co-author of my book with Jeff Montgomery, Just Let Him Play, Guiding Parents, Coaches, and Athletes Through Youth Sports. We come on the show before Catherine left to the training camp to go to Atlanta to swim. And I asked her, what are your expectations? What are you hoping to do? What are the goals you've got for for, for your swimming events? Now, before I share what she said, Catherine qualified in March of 1996. In seven out of eight events, she made the finals in swimming. No one had ever done that before. She made the finals in seven out of eight events. Makes the team. So she came on the show. She said, Dr. J, I remember this interview very well. I'm going to go to Atlanta. My goal is to do the best I can. Do I want to win a medal? Yes. Would I love it to be gold? Yes. But my goal is to go there and give it the best effort I've got. And we'll see what happens. Pete came on and reinforced all that. We, we got some calls. And so this guy, and, and she said, look, if I give it my best effort and I come in last place, yeah, I'll be disappointed. I'll be disappointed I came in last place, but I won't be upset at myself for the effort I put in. If I, if I swim my best time and I come in last place, hey, I'll be I'll be bummed I came in last place, but I won't be disappointed in myself because I did the best I could. So we got a caller called up the show that day. And he's like, well, Dr. Jacobs, I listen to your show quite a bit. You're teaching this girl the wrong things, man. You go to the Olympics to win the gold. You go there, come in first. You don't go there to do your best. That's what, and I won't use the word he used to describe describe it. He said, that's what blanks do. I said, Catherine, want to jump in? She goes, yeah, let me jump in. Because Catherine was not short of confidence, I'll tell you that. He said, well, sir, let me tell you something. If, if I go down to Atlanta and I do the very best, if I swim the best time I've ever swum and I come in last place, yeah, I'm going to be bummed out and disappointed. But I'll know I did my best effort. He goes, oh, that's... That's fine, young lady, but you got to win the gold. That's why you go there. That, that, that's a bunch of hogwash when he hung up. Well, Catherine goes down to Atlanta, swims on two relays, swims great times. Both those relays, by the way, got gold medals. So she won two gold medals, came back, came on the show a few weeks after the Olympics was over with Pete again. And one of the first things he says, Dr. J, that guy that called up the show, Gave me a bunch of grief about you go to Atlanta if you you got to win a goal. Well, guess what? I won a goal and I swam my best time. So I'd like to hear from. Of course, they didn't call. Upsets happen oftentimes not because the team that's favored to win doesn't play their best, but maybe the other team does better. That's why we play sports. Otherwise, why play it? Why even go out there and why why strap it on and do it? Well, we're seated first, so therefore we won. It's over. You know, 
Herm Edwards was quoted to say, you play to win the game. I think mindsets and attitude play such a key role in this, but I'd love to hear from you. I want to open up on the phone lines and get your thoughts. Why do teams, do individuals who are expected, supposed to, quote unquote, win, not win, not succeed? Our phone number is 913-3810-810. If you are a coach and you've coached a team that wasn't supposed to do well and did, you were outclassed by the other team, the other team was supposedly a lot better, and your team ended up beating them, why did that happen? If you were on a team that wasn't supposed to win, but won, the other team's got better players, but for some reason you did. Why did that happen? At the same time, if you're on the team that's supposed to win and you lost, you're supposedly outclassing your competition, but you didn't do well. Why did that happen? 913-3810. 810's our number. I'd love to hear from you. If you're a coach, you're an athlete, you're a fan, talk about upsets today. They're going on everywhere in basketball. Why did they happen? What's the reason? I'd love to hear from you. If you're a coach, you're an athlete, you're a fan, you're a parent, give me a call and let's talk on sports psychologist Dr. Andrew Jacobs. We're on the Leader in Sports, Sports Radio 810 WHB. Good morning, everybody. I'm sports psychologist Dr. Andrew Jacobs. This is the Sports Psychology Hour from our flagship station, Sports Radio 810 WHB. As you know, I'm here every Sunday morning from 7 to 8. And today we're talking about upsets in sports, which obviously are happening across the board in the NCAA tournament. Of course, if you're a Kansas fan, you're pretty bummed out because KU lost Arkansas in eighth seed. KU was ranked one, as we all know. But not the only top-seeded team to lose. You saw Arizona go down to Princeton. You saw Purdue lose. You're seeing a lot of teams, higher seeds, losing. Why does this happen? A lot of reasons. I mean, the KU-Arkansas game was a close. KU has had most of the game, but it came close to the end. And, you know, Arkansas is good. There's no question about that. But every team playing in this tournament is good. There are a lot of reasons why upsets happen. One reason is having an outcome focus, specifically an awareness that the upcoming competition is going to be cited in your favor. And you just take it for granted you're expected to win. You don't think about losing. You just think about what's going to happen. You, 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 you Sometimes you look ahead. You're focusing too much on, on the end and what's going to happen tomorrow instead of what you're doing today. Well, we're better, we're bigger, we're stronger, we're more talented. Oftentimes that can happen. Oftentimes it just happens because that's the nature of sports. You know. Herman was as I said earlier, you play to win the game. I say we play to we, we play to play the game. Because you don't know what's going to happen. So no one's calling the end. I'd love to have a call. I'd love to hear from you if you have been on a team that was upset before or was on a team that upset a team you weren't supposed to beat. Our phone number is nine one three three eight ten eight ten. And if you're a coach Do you talk about up the, 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 the idea of an upset in, in a game? Do you talk about that not happening? Do you talk about what if you're not favored to win? What if, what if you're, quote, not as talented as the other competition? How do you deal with that? It's a, it's a common thing that happens across the board in sports. You hear it all the time. You see it all the time. And basketball tournaments, I think more than anywhere else, show it because of Everybody's, you know, they're all televised. They're all over the place. Our, my producer, Kyle Collier, we're gonna, he's going to jump in and 
contributed to this conversation. So now you've played sports your whole life. Were you ever on a team that upset another team you weren't supposed to beat, or were you on a team that should have beaten a team and you lost? I was on a team that upset a team that uh, most people would have favored. Why? What? Tell us about it. What was sport? Was the sport? Was it? Now about? this is uh, this is football. Um, this is before high school, um, and my coach can attest to this. this is my dad's team. Um, now this team, uh, I, I won't name them, but uh, you can say who they are. Th- their team name was the Saints. Um, they beat us. New Orleans Saints? No, no, not quite. Okay. They beat us uh, year after year. Um, now this uh, this particular year, uh, we actually got to play at the uh, the Chiefs practice fields. Um, they basically just had a you know a youth sporting events there, um, and they they let some younger teams you know play some games on those fields. Um, there's something about playing there, I think. That that fueled us a little bit, like oh wow, this is where the Chiefs play, and we're, our practice. We're, we're playing where they pra- where they practice, but uh, in this particular game, I, I think carelessness got the best of the of the Saints. Now we were the Huskies. I went to Blue Valley Northwest, and we just named our team after our high school. And the Saints, they started turning the ball over. You know, careless fumbles. Um, and it's like they expected to win that game. I, I know it's not, it's a, it's a little cliche, but they just didn't take care of their business. See, you just hit on a word that expected, it's short for expectations. And that's perhaps one of the biggest, I think, downfalls for so many teams that don't win when they're supposed to. The expectation is we should win. We're better. I think when, when, like I repeat the quote I started the show with, my great uncle taught me, sports is the greatest theater in the world. Everyone knows their part, but no one knows what will happen. I, I mean, I love that quote because it's so true. You do not know what's going to happen. You know what you think you're supposed to do. You know, let, let's, it's springtime, even though it's 14 degrees out right now. Yeah. It's going to be 60 tomorrow, but raining and windy. But, you know, last week I had Rob Shipman on the show, the one of the top golf golf pros in town, golf instructors in town. He's coached over 80, over 80 high school state champions. Now, he said several, one, three or four of those. You know, they won three or four themselves, but 80 times, over 80. And and we talked about that. I just talked to a, a collegiate golfer yesterday, client, who's uh, played well, but has had some issues choking because he thinks he's going to play well, and he doesn't. And that's a perfect – there's the perfect sport to talk about this too. If you play golf, which a lot of people do, and when the weather starts to get better here, a lot of people will be out in the course going out listening to the show because I know people tell me that. You've been hitting – you've been striking the ball well. Your practices have been good. And let's say you get out to the course early, go warm up the driving range, the putting green – you're hitting the ball great. So the expectation is you're going to play well. You get on the first tee box. First, you're playing on a threesome. The first two guys ahead of you hit the ball right down the middle. And you shank your ball off to the left. You're feeling good. You're feeling great. 
and you should beat these guys. Boom, you hit it off in the left into the woods. Then the pressure, the tension starts to hit you. Then the expectation, they, they, they hit on the green, it's a par four. You've got a punch out and you miss it your next shot. The pressure starts to get to you. That's the key thing, I think, when it comes to expectations. When we look at upsets, sometimes the pressure takes over. So in your situation, the high school football game, the other team, could you see these guys tightening up and and, and pressing and trying too hard? Uh, 100%. Now, they started off the game, like I said, a little careless. Because um, they were cocky. Right, right. And they know they have taken care of business each year they had played us. And you know, in prior seasons, and they just weren't expecting us uh, to fight. I guess now, um, second half comes around. Yeah, you can see that pressure. They are they are tight. They are playing worried, and I they're guess. making mistakes they normally don't make. Right, right. Turning the football over. Um, you know, not finishing tackles. Um, you know, just simple little simple things like that. They just weren't taking care of business. I think because they were worried that, oh, there's no way we can lose to these guys. We, we beat these guys every year. And I think that got to them. And they, like you said, they, the pressure got to them. And I, I think they started playing, you know, looking over their shoulders. So, so in some cases, the pressure takes over. Some cases, the other team's just playing well. It's not pressure. You know, I know there may be some people say, KU choked yesterday. I think it was a close guy. Arkansas is good. There's no question about that. And if you're a KU fan, you expect the team to win all the time because they usually do. But KU had so many games like this this year that came down to right the very end of the game. This is just another one. This time they happen to lose. Now, Arkansas players will not come out and say it was an upset. They will say they, were, they, they felt they were going to win. But when there's that big disparity, when you see the big upsets like Purdue losing or Arizona losing to Princeton, those you're going to hear those guys saying that, you know, this shouldn't have happened. Why did this happen? What's wrong? Upsets happen for a lot of reasons, and so much of it has to do with the mental aspect of it. All right, we haven't anybody calling. I'd love to hear from you. If you're a coach, I got, you know, it's funny. I got calls all week long from people and, and texts from people listening to this show. If you're a coach and you've coached a team that has been upset before, your your team was supposed to win and they didn't and they lost. Why? What was the reason for that? Our phone number is 913-3810-810. If you coached a team that wasn't supposed to win, wasn't supposed to be victorious, or you coached an athlete who maybe wasn't as talented as the athlete that he or she's playing, and they end up coming out on top, why was that? I think that this is where I always talk about you can have two athletes who are physically the same, but the one with the stronger mind will come out on top. And you can have two athletes who aren't physically the same, but the one with the stronger mind will come out on top. What's a stronger mind? I think it's the belief, and this is where the confidence part comes in, the belief, the belief where no matter what, you believe you're going to do it. You believe you've got the ability and skill. You made it here. I mean, every team in the NCAA tournament male or female, the NIT tournament, all these different tournaments going on, the NAI tournament that's been in Kansas City. Every team that's made these tournaments 
has deserved to be that they they won something to get there. So they've got the talents and the skills to be there. The question comes down to how are they going to utilize that? And how much emphasis do they put on their skills versus how much emphasis they put on how good the other team is? So in the situation your high school game, do you think the other team, the Saints, took it for granted, we'll beat them, we're a lot better? Absolutely. And then you took the, the approach, your team took the approach, hey, we're out here to play, let's go see what happens. Yeah. We have everything to gain, nothing to lose. Yeah. And we know how many times they had beaten us before in prior seasons. And we went into that game with, you know, hey, let's let's take these guys down once and for all, finally, you know. And uh, the Saints, yeah, they they definitely looked past us, I would say. And there's another thing, looking overlooking who you're playing because the next team you're playing is a lot better. We've beaten this team twice. We're better than them. It's no problem. All right, our phone number is 913-3810-810. Love to hear from you. If you if you are an athlete and you've played on a team that lost when you're supposed to win, your team, your your game, your your competition, you were upset. Why did that happen? 913-3810-810 is our number. 913-3810-810. At the same time, if you're on a team, you coach the team that won when you were supposed to lose, but you came out victorious, why was that? You know, I've been here for years, 22 years here at Sports Radio 810 WHB. We've talked about this topic before. And usually the reason for this in the end, what I hear all the time is we took it, the team that lost was supposed to win. They will come out and say, you know, we took it for granted. We're going to win. We, we, we're, you know, we have a better record. We've outplayed them. We should have won, but we didn't. Why didn't we? Because we, you know, expectation. There, there's the word, the biggest word, I think, in this whole topic outside of self confidence, two words, self confidence is expectations. You expect you're going to win. Or you expect, well, we have everything to gain, nothing to lose. Let's go for it. And I think when when a team that's not supposed to win or an individual is not supposed to win or be victorious ends up being victorious and winning, it happens because their mindset was, let's just go play. Let's strap it on and go out there and see what happens. Got everything to gain, nothing to lose. It's the confidence in in the lesser seed, the confidence in the lesser opponent, the belief, you know what? We're here, let's just see what happens. And then the team that's better, the higher seed, the, the, the expected team to win, takes it for granted, maybe looks past that game, that competition, that opponent. And I think that's the big reason these things happen. Outside of a, you know, people are going to say, well, it's it's an upset. KU's ranked one, Arkansas's eight, eighth. From that perspective, yes. Arkansas is good. It wasn't like they were they weren't a, they were a bad team. They got into this tournament. They're seated eighth. They weren't seated sixteenth. They played a competitive schedule in the SEC. I mean, if you're a Kansas fan, it's a bummer. Okay, but at the same time. The team they lost to played well. 
like to hear from you if you're a coach. No one's, it's, no one's called in. This is interesting. This is a topic I thought we'd get lots of calls on. No one's called in. If you're a coach and you've coached a team that was upset, whatever the sport, or maybe coach an individual athlete, why did that happen? 913-3810-810 is our number. If you're an athlete, you, you, you played on a team where you guys you lost and you thought you were going to win. What happened there? At the same time, conversely, if you're on the opposite end, you're on a team that we've got no chance today. No way. They're, they're just better than us. And you come out and do it. You shock the world, so to speak, with your game, your performance. Why did that happen? I think so much of this is mental. So much of this is, is the attitude, the expectation, how you p- take into the competition. Or our phone number is 913-3810-810. Love to hear if you're a coach, you're an athlete, you're a fan. You've played in a game, in a competition, and you thought, well, well this, is, this is cakewalk, we'll win today. And the other team plays out of their mind, and all of a sudden, the stress gets to you, and you don't come through. Why? There's the question. Why? 913-3810-810 is our number. I'm sports psychologist Dr. Andrew Jacobs. Give me a call and let's talk. We're on the Leader in Sports, Sports Radio 810 WHB. Hello again, everyone. I'm sports psychologist Dr. Andrew Jacobs. This is the Sports Psychology Hour from our flagship station, Sports Radio 810 WHB in Kansas City. I'm here every Sunday talking about the mental side of sports. And today's topic has is and will continue to be, why do upsets happen in sports? 913-3810-810 is our number. Love to hear from you. If, if you've been on a team that got upset before, why did it happen? Or you were on the team that upset somebody, why did it happen? Obviously, with the NCAA tournament going on, KU being upset yesterday by Arkansas, Purdue and Arizona losing to much lower seeds. A lot of people say, you know, KU, that was an upset. It was a close game. Purdue and Arizona, those were, those were I think, much clearer, more upsets than than. I think the KU game. 913-3810-810, like I said. Confidence is a big piece of this. And, you know, I talk about this all the time on this show every week. What is confidence? The ability to believe in yourself and your skills. It's, it's self-focus. It's concentration on who you are and what you're about. When you go play an athletic event, whatever that event is with competition, if you go in there with the mindset, here's what I have to do to succeed. See, winning and losing are results. But if you go in there and say, okay, what's it going to take for me to play my best, do my best today? Part of that is about how you deal with negativity and failure. Because I don't care what the sport is. I don't care who you are. You're going to screw up. But if you allow that to control you, then that takes over. So my point is, I think confidence and expectations play such a big role in this. And if you can look at yourself, get yourself mentally prepared to play in the right mindset, prepare for when things go well, when they don't go well, that'll be a key thing. Kyle, who do we have on line one now? Jerry. Jerry, good morning. Dr. Jacobs, how you doing? Hi, how are you? Thanks. Good. Thanks for calling in. Oh, I've called in before and I listened to you and I'm, kind of surprised not many people called but 
I mean, I know you're nationwide, I think, but still. It's early. It's early yeah, on Sunday, yeah. Jerry. And I watched the NCAA tournament. My team was Mizzou, but because of Jerome Tang I, and K-State, I, I kind of like K-State, but I always had a hatred for KU. But with Jerome Tang and with Mizzou, I actually do love KU, and I root for all the players on there, and I felt bad that they lost, but I knew because Mizzou lost, I wasn't going to watch much more of the NCAA tournament, even though, you know, it's kind of a letdown, but they did so much better than I ever expected. Well, there, there. I want to I stop right there. There's a word I've talked about, ex- expectations. Yeah, and this is where my phone call comes in. When, when I was in uh, seventh grade, we went to City Champs, and we were the smallest team, almost like FDU. We had to go up against the biggest team in St. Joe. And uh, we took second place, and it was a letdown. But I learned this that saying, there's an old saying, if at first you don't succeed, try, try again. But how do you go through that all year long? And we did that. And when we tried and tried and worked better, we had to face this exact same team, eighth grade year, city champs, and this time we won it. Now, I don't know if you'll remember or not, but the year before us, the eighth grade, when we were in seventh grade and we took, we went to city champs, the team before us wasn't any good, but they had a Harlem Globetrotter as their coach. I called and told you this before, but I didn't let you speak. I just kind of wanted to make a statement, but that's the expectations. We expected him to be really good and that team to be really good. We didn't expect us to be really good, but we were, we made it to city champs twice and we won it the second time, but I always was left feeling bad for, the Harlem Globetrotter, I don't know if I should say his name or not. It wasn't a big deal. We all loved him. I'll say it, Gator Rivers, he was okay. And uh, I always felt bad for that team that they couldn't do what we did. And they had the famous person. Our coach was a was a chief from Rosecrans Air Force Base. He was awesome. He taught us really, really well. Well, let me ask this question, Jerry. How much do you think mindset played a role there? Jerry, we're not hearing you. I don't know if you're talking around the phone. We're, we're not hearing you clearly there. Okay, can you hear me now? Yeah, go ahead. Coming back out of it and 
living my life right. Let me ask you a question, Jerry. How old are you now? 57. All right. So this is something that happened about, what, 40, oh, 40 something years ago? 1980. Yeah, 40-something years ago. And, yeah. it's still fre- and it's still fresh in your mind. Yeah, and what's, what kills me, I, I don't wish bad on anybody. But the guy, in my mind, that started all the hassle for me in high school, ended up being on our city council now, and I won't say his name because I don't wish him any bad, but he sure wasn't very good, and he was like the, you know, he was like the sports star and the good-looking guy and everything else, and I hear I was a, a tubby little fat kid. Well, I, didn't, I wasn't a tubby little fat kid by the time I got out of school, and all the girls I went to school with that I was too afraid to talk to, they were great to me. They, they thought they were amazed. So whatever I had gone through during that time, it helped me transform myself from 245-pound sophomore to 195-pound graduate. Well, it sounds like you learned a lot about yourself from this, and it's probably I helped did. you in your I, I life. I just wish I could have got into sports more. So maybe now, in my old age, that's what I'm doing. You know, loving Missouri, loving KU, loving K-State. I know that Missouri and KU aren't supposed to love each other, but we do. Some of us actually do. Well, listen, Jerry, thanks for your call this morning. I appreciate you jump, jumping in, and, and good luck to you. I wish I could have been better. We lost him there. Okay. Um, interesting call. But, you know, this validates a lot of what I'm getting at today, which is, you know, expectation. You know, why do upsets happen? There are a lot of reasons. You know, the team that's not supposed to win plays out of their mind. The team that's supposed to win takes it for granted. But I think so much of it's the mental part. Now, of course, I'm a sports psychologist, so I'm going to say that. But mindsets play such a key role. And one of the key things is is this. How you get prepared for a competition and the expectations you take into that competition will play a big role. It doesn't mean you're going to win or lose. But did you go out and play the best you can? You know, if, you go, if you go into a game and you feel you played the best you can, the best you, your team could have done, and you lost. You're going to be disappointed and bummed out, but you won't be upset with how you played. But if you lost, there's always going to be something you're going to find if we've done this or we've done that. There's always going to be that mindset. Upsets happen in sports for a lot of reasons, but so much of it comes down to this. You take it for granted because you're you're a higher seed, you're better, the expectations are there that you're supposed to win. Sometimes... That gets to your head. I don't think that's what happened with KU in Arkansas yesterday at all. I think that was a a game, a close game. And Arkansas is good. I think with Purdue and Arizona, however, I think that probably played a role. In fact, I heard one of the quotes from one of the Arizona players insinuating that. They thought, well, we'll beat Princeton. It's not going to be that big of a deal. They're good, but, you know, we're we're Arizona. Played in the Pac-10. I think the lesser team, when they get into these competitions, when you get into a championship competition, so much of it comes down to, to the mindset you have. I know perfect example this this past week in the Kansas girls, I think it's the 6A comp- basketball tournament, Shawnee Mission South was seeded one. They lost to Blue Valley in the first round. Shawnee Mission South is supposed to win. This is the girls' girls' competition. They're supposed to win. They didn't. 
How much was it from Blue Valley, their mindset? It comes down to this, confidence and expectations. And I think if you're a coach, it's about focusing on your strengths and weaknesses, what you can do to play your best, and when the game ends, you see where it takes you. I'm sports psychologist Dr. Andrew Jacobs. Hope you enjoy the show. I'm here every week, 7 to 8, here on Sports Radio 810 WHBR. Shows are podcasted on my website, winnersunlimited.com. I've got about 10 years of podcasts on there. They're also podcasted on the main apps. Follow me on Twitter at DRJ Sports Psych. You can always reach me at my office, 816-561-5556. Or send me an email at drj at winnersunlimited.com. Have a great week. We'll talk to you next Sunday here on the Leader in Sports, Sports Radio 810 WHB.